Well, hey there, fellow nerds and nerdwells. I'm AJ, and welcome back to the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of improvised fantasy fucknuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and seek a glorious death. Right, before we go on, I'm duty-bound to remind you that the content from here on in is not suitable for little ears. What follows is mostly improvised and entirely inappropriate. Listener discretion, as always, is advised. This week, I am, of course, joined by the usual crew of abject depravity. First up, we have a man who loves to provoke his inner demons in a makeup mirror. It's Mr. Chris Rag. How are you doing? Hello. Have you been Have you been conversing with your demons recently? Uh, yeah, every day in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it comes up. I, I ask what I can improve on my chaos. Does he help you shave? N- no notes. No notes. Let's carry on. No notes. You've hit peak chaotic. Yeah. And, of course, last but not least, we are joined by the man who has single-handedly redefined the concept of being a woke millennial thirst trap. It's the one and only Chris Neal. How you doing? Question. Uh, woke millennial thirst trap. Does that mean that that I am a thirst trap for woke millennials? Or does it, or does it mean that I am a woke millennial and a thirst trap? You do the grammar in this in this organization. I don't think there's a comma in there. There might be a semicolon, but uh, there might be several semicolons and a hyphen, but I don't think there's a comma. Um, I could rebrand you as the Wokest Bay, but I feel like maybe that's a campaign two thing. Mm, yeah, it doesn't feel that doesn't feel very me. Okay. I'm trying to imagine it. I'm like uh, like a seventies TV show. I'd be like Woke Millennial, and then underneath like Thirstrap <laughs> underlines. <laughs> Thirst trap. Going back to the future. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, that works. <laughs> right. So, without further ado, let's dig into this episode. Unfortunately, some of our cast regulars are away on international duty, and uh, Chanel is not feeling a hundred percent, so has had to bow out this evening, which left us the perfect opportunity to dig into the backstory of Young Hanash, known as Young Hun. And uh, we have the fourth part of that this evening. So we've seen his rise as a lowly beat cop, um, hunting down serial killers with great ineptitude. We've seen the traffic cop side of young Hanash. um, And we've also seen them break up a terrorist incident in a cathedral. But we've seen seen quite a few sides of them. Also joined by the wonderful Stitch Willowtip, Yes, hello. There it is. See, I had to. I had to give Mister Neil several hours notice because I knew he'd want to get into character, mm. the full method style. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that why, like, you couple of like teams me into the end of you every day? Is it? Maybe me. Oh God! I'm stop doing it. No, I can't separate them. <laughs> no, no, no. And why should you? <laughs> wonderful character. Where would you like that copy? <laughs> Stitch Willow Tip in the workplace. <laughs> Stitch Willow Tip in the workplace. Jesus Christ. I just imagine you just with a with a mug full of like fag butts having smoked like that raspy voice just berating all of your work colleagues. Right. Like, I, 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 like, right I feel like Stitch has got more of a friendly old man vibe than than no. an ordinary old man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, he freaks me out. 
Wow, Jesus H. Christ. No, like that. Stitch is that pensionary kind of stamps on your toes with the walking stick as they walk past. There's nothing. Ornery is a good one. They're the nice ones. Mm. All the other ones are nicks. Okay. You've hung around some interesting old people's homes. Right. Are you ready to dig in to this very limited edition one shot? You've got drinks? Yerp. (laughs) Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, without further ado, let's pick back up with the storyline as we reunite the titular character, Hanash, with his good friend, Stitch Willertip. We're going to start this in Hanash's apartment, which is in um, the Sweaty Teaks building apartment. And you find yourself high up on the 13th floor, which is where your your little your little one-bedroom apartment is, where you go to after your a shift as a beat cop and this is a rare saturday night where both of you are not working and you've decided to to make the most of it we join you at the end of a heavy drinking evening where you've played poker and generally eaten some some pretty hideous street meat um as you look over the table at each other you see poker chips scattered and cards and various like greasy salted peanuts that have spilt all over the poker table lots of assorted bottles some beer some spirits some half empty some fully empty uh, and just scattered money across the table like you know various low denomination notes you're mostly just playing for fun Uh, neither of you have a great deal of money to to blow on high stakes poker as the evening has run its course you're both about ready to crash out as Hanash you show Stitch towards the slightly hodgepodge sofa that Stitch will have to sleep on with all sorts of rips, tears and it's a bit like an old Chesterfield with those little like dimples in it but in the dimples it's just filled up full of shit like broken match ends and paper clips and uh, Stitch is, Stitch is uh, dancing on the coffee table uh, <laughs> with with his hands <laughs> like this like he's got horns and he's sick Entirely visual medium. Uh, how about she belches and just goes, Go, go fish! <laughs> All the cards, no one's holding any cards anymore. <laughs> just, just shouting weird, weird card playing terms. Full house, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> just. Absolutely baked. So you're just on the edge of being like smashed. Um, this isn't this isn't a rare occurrence that on a day off, like Stitch will come and crash around yours, and you'll just drink yourselves a little bit silly, play cards, and generally discuss work. But the evening is is like we're into the early hours of the night now, and Stitch, that sofa has never looked so appealing. I uh, I say to Stitch. I'm really sorry again that you walked in on me fucking your wife. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's why I wanted to get <laughs> just to see him do it every time. Every time. It's just just it's, 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 it's Jim Halpert's the camera. Let's just like, and then and then it's just like, I'm going. And on that note, I'm going to go to sleep. Good night, my giant friend. <laughs> Good night, you cook fuck. Cock fuck. Good night, you cock fuck. Is that a term of affection for each other? Oh, cook my God. Fuck. Good night, you cock fuck. 
Um, on your way over to the sofa stitch, can you make me a constitution check, please? Yes. Let me just... Constitution check. It's a plus one, baby. Oh, 19. 19. As you walk over to the sofa, things are starting to sway a little bit as, as you hold your stomach but you are a pro you've stayed here before as just before you get to the sofa you put a hand on the wall and just vomit into a potted ficus and the ficus is not looking every you can see it's had to wear many alcoholic vomit sessions as the leaves on the ficus are slightly brown but you've done it in such a way that you don't get any splashback on yourself or the walls as you collapse onto the sofa yeah, Stitch Stitch has probably done this at least once or twice to this ficus. And he, like, when he does it, he, like, steps back, like, wipes his mouth a little bit and looks at the ficus and just goes, Total Hush. Hush just goes over and vomits on Stitch. Why do we do this all the time? See what you get. <laughs> as Stitch, you vomit into the plant, looking best pleased with yourself. As you feel something warm, pat onto your back. This is what I just, <laughs> just just lays a warm loaf of vomit onto your back. Um, before leaving you, Hanash, you head off to the bedroom, just stopping in the kitchenette area to pick up a very chipped and cracked. Uh, world's best dad mug that you stole from the police station. You fill it full of tepid water from the tap and make your way into your room. Um, as you make your way into your room, your room is an absolute dive. You've almost got furrows and pathways made, you know, cleared out of the dirty clothes and detritus and takeaway boxes as you splat face down onto your onto your bed. Um, what what are you doing, Stitch? Now that you're covered in vomit. Uh, I'm going to press to digitate myself so that I clean myself up. It's like, it's like, a, it's like, it's like a very, it's like a very quick wash of all of me and my clothes. And it's like, all, it's all my, my like weird tattered, like almost robes, uh, just yeah. like fluff out a little bit. Like they've been, and like a little bit of steam comes off them. Like they've just been ironed. And, uh, and I'm like, ah, nice, nice and fresh. So it's like the magic version of like the baby wet wipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And version of a shower. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus Christ! Um, as you're slightly drunk, um, it takes you a little while to get your wand up. As the first couple of times it fizzles and crackles, um, and then it kicks into life and just prestidigitates all the vomit, almost like one of those. Do you know those Dyson air blades where you put your hand in and then pull it back out and it sucks all the water off? All the vomit just slowly just goes down you in a line. <laughs> it just lands on the floor and goes under the sofa. Mm. As you crash out face first on the sofa, reach up. You've done this before and pull on. There's a festive rug. There's a festive blanket on the sofa all year round. Hanash has a festive blanket on the sofa with reindeer on. As you pull it over yourself, and soon your breathing is heavy and you're snoring away. As you're both glad of sleep after a heavy drinking session. As we head into the deepest part of the night, where you're both happily dreaming, Hanash, you're dreaming of banging Stitch's wife, and Stitch, you're dreaming of 
Commissioner Jonesy, the police officer, uh, the police commissioner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's true. In leather. Um, I need you both to make me perception checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. yours, yours is plus three. I think mine's plus three as well. Foolishness. Twelve for me. Uh, fifteen for me. Fifteen. So it's you, Stitch. Whilst you're dreaming of Commissioner Jonesy with her hand behind her head, just doing some sort of weird pulsating dance, you suddenly get this weird thing in the dream where she snatches up some burnt toast and starts scraping it off with a knife, trying to get rid of the worst of the burnt bits. As something is tugging at the edge of your mind, as you're slowly being pulled out of the dream, as an acrid smell starts tickling your nostril hair. I would imagine as an old goblin you've got some quite profound nostril hair, but I wouldn't want to speak into your character. As uh, you snuffle your nose on the sofa, turning your head to one side, you cough and splutter, realising that the back of your throat is dry and acrid as you wake up smelling smoke. Fire! Fire! Olash! Awake with you! My heart is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> You're in separate rooms, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. I'm, I'm shouting. I'm shouting loud. Oh, you just... Fire! I know, I can't remember where the fire extinguisher is. I don't know why. I don't know why Stitch has become even more geriatric, even in his voice. As you <laughs> yeah, baby, you fire. Uh, Stitch is gonna, uh, can I have a look around and see if I can see what the source of the fire is? Uh, it's dark at the moment. Um, I will bloop, use, uh, use light on the, uh, I'll just use it on, like, an, a mug that I've had for, like, uh, water in the middle of the night or something. I'll cast light Got on it. that so I, can, so I can see where I'm going. As this bizarre chipped mug of water illuminates, casting a glare of light onto the ceiling. You can now see, crisscrossing the light, a myriad of maze of smoke as the room is filling up with grey, thick smoke as you cough and splutter again. I'm going to run to... I'm going to run to Anash's, Anash's room. Um, if it's not locked, I'm just going to barge in there. I, I, cool. I There's no sock on the door handle. As you're running through the smoke, coughing, you, you kick the door half tripping over a dirty jersey on the floor, you just see the naked form of Hanash face down, spread-eagled on, on the bed, snoring. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm just going to run over and try and wake him. Hanash! Hanash! Awake! Yeah, say my name! Oh, <laughs> 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 baby. Oh, baby. Um, actually, roll to see if I hear him. Right? Yeah, make me make me a perception check. You're deep in your sleeps. Ooh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. You are a highly trained beat cop. As Stitch runs in and says, "Anash, Anash," up like a light, you roll over on the bed, tackle out, just like sitting bolt upright, ready for action. That means you have a bone gun out of its holster. Yeah. The gun under your pillow, pointed. <laughs> you don't come in my special place. Nobody comes in my special place. Not character. Special place. Um, 
And Stitch is just going to shout, There's a fire! There's, the smoke is filling the apartment! We have to get out! Uh, fine. Um, I, <laughs> I guess it's quite dark in my room, so I just kind of, like, move my hands on the fl- dirty floor and pick up, like, whatever, like, soiled and the pants I can find and yeah, 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 yeah. At first, like rummaging around on the floor, you put your hand in an open takeaway tray as you like flick some weird meat off your hand, picking up a classic pair of Y fronts. Uh, you look at them, sniff them, turn them inside out, back to front, good as new, put them on. As you too now notice, the um, the apartment is filling up with clouds, billows of acrid black smoke. You're still happy drunk, by the way. You're still happy, drunk. Oh, good. Stitch is just making his way for the 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 main door out of the apartment to just leave, essentially. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm gonna like get like a cloth or like something to like wrap around my mouth to kind of guard against the the smoke a bit. Nice, nice. And uh, yep, picking up a picking up a, a filthy tea towel out of the sink. You wrap it around your face in in like a mask. Uh, making your way stitch to the handle uh, at the front door of the apartment. You burst it open, heading out onto the landing. There's only two There's two flats on this landing on the 13th floor. As you look out there, also thick smoke coming on the landing. Is it, is it coming from like down, like from the downstairs up, or is it coming from like the other apartment? Oof. Uh, maybe an investigation check. Plus zero. Fourteen. Fourteen. After running around. Are you just in your underpants, by the way? I'm just trying to paint a picture in my... Uh, underpants and a... Um, not a tank top. A a vest. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So I saw Bruce Willis in Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, so y France string vest and a tea towel right around your face. Running around on the landing, yeah. Acrid smoke, acrid smoke, and then um, making your way to the stairwell, you you open the door, and down from the floor below, you can see flames licking up, coming from the floor below, as, you know, bright orange and yellow flames flickering up, as you realise now the railing in front of you on the stairs is actually really hot as you burn yourself on it. Ooh. So does it look like the um, passage is blocked? Can we not get down the stairs, or can we not see that yet? Uh, you can't quite make that out from where you are, but the the floor below us seems to be on on fire. Uh, uh, I'm going to knock on the door of like uh, the no neighbor and just go, "Police, open up, police!" Not in a bad way. Oh, cool! You're not under arrest. It's all chill, guys. You you hear a mumbled shout from the door opposite, and then a little yelp and a scream and a cry as your neighbor. Um, who's called Lavender uh, opens the door she's brushing like the eye- the smoke is starting to sting your eyes now as she's half asleep as she's like um, she's a human by the way uh, she says what's wrong what is that oh have you come home and left the oven on again oh uh, Lavender no it's coming from downstairs <laughs> <laughs> there's deep awkward romance between you and Lavender as you see peeking between Lavender's legs, um, her little daughter, Minnie, and um, the hideous, ancient, bony form of Lavender's mother, the three of them living in the same single-bed apartment. Uh, the, the grandmother is called Molly. 
as you see the three of them um kind of silhouetted in the doorway standing in the smoke the old lady's like coughing up lung butter uh, and little Minnie is crying away, rubbing sleep out of her eyes as she's in a onesie. Oh, uh, yeah, I say, come on, Destiny's child. We're going to get out of here. Has no. Min- Minnie's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I guess you're praying, like, you know, groups of three, three in it, I guess. That, that got under my ribs a little bit. That was funny. Uh, as uh, Molly's like, if I was a younger lady, and we weren't in near death. We would definitely follow this up, but we should probably <laughs> go. As she squeezes your arm, oh, this this grandma, my friend, grandma, wants to get nasty. Ooh, electric. Oof. Uh, I did have a prediction. I did have a prediction in my mind that once we once we found out that it was Lavender, her daughter, and her her mother or her grandmother or whatever, I was like. Definitely not laughing that Hanash is interested in <laughs> the grandma. <laughs> he likes leather. Yeah, he's definitely into the elder. Uh, yep, as you all find yourself on the landing, the little child is starting to to the the, the novelty of seeing Hanash in his underpants um, with a tea towel wrapped around his face is rapidly wearing off. As now you see, the flames are starting to lick higher up into the stairwell. Um, can I investigate the? Um, the stairwell going down to see if there's a way through, or if it just looks like it's all covered in fire, essentially. Uh, yeah. As you make your way onto the edge of the landing, what are you covering your face with, by the way? Because it is, as Hanash has quite rightly pointed out, it is horrible and acrid. I think it's not something that Stitch really thought about at first, because you just thought it was in Hanash's apartment. I think he's probably mm. doing that classic old man thing of just of just pulling a like a unreasonably fancy handkerchief from nowhere. Yeah, just put that over yeah. his face. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it a little monographed handkerchief with SW written uh, in the corner? It's not monogrammed, but it's not just like a regular uh, tissue. It's just it's. It's just like a slightly slightly nicer material, but it's also the yeah. kind of handkerchief that you just you just never replace. Uh, okay, more more than a Kleenex, less than Egyptian cotton. Yes, yes, definitely never been washed. Definitely never been washed. Never been. It is hideous. Can we just take a little sidebar here? I used to use handkerchiefs like that as a kid, and then as an adult, I'm like, why would I want a pocket full of snot? Like, whose idea was it to carry around? <laughs> All I, all I want to do is wrap that. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen the appeal of them. No. No. I thought they were fantastic as a kid because you'd blow your nose in it and then scrumple it up and when it dried, there was like a map of France on the handkerchief. But as an adult, I'm like, what? I think creating creating geography with your sneezes is, is a slightly different talent. I think that may be unrelated to the, to the handkerchief. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you used your monogrammed. You're quite right. It's not monograph, is it? It's monogrammed, and it's not monogrammed. Sorry, I'm just talking shit at this point. You take your slightly fancy handkerchief, dangle it over the front of your face, because now the particulates are starting to get up in the in the in the smoke. As you make your way to the edge, you also put your hand on the rail, pull it back because it's hot. As you stagger slightly further, you see several timbers have fallen, blocking the way from the floor below. So you can get onto the floor below, but you can't get any further down. Okay. Um, Flames licking up through the centre of the stairwell. All sorts of little sparks now. Bits of, like, you know, rising up and landing on things as the fire is starting to spread. 
as you hear screams from the floor below. How many apartments are there on Hanasha's floor? Is it just his and Lavender's? Yeah, you're on the top floor on the 13th. There's no one above you. We're in the loft. I've got a loft. We're in the penthouse. You do. You've got you've got exposed beams. Fuck off. Get absolutely yeah. fucked. Oh, How did this guy turn to adventuring? <laughs> uh, I think his dad got him the job. <laughs> <laughs> that was the start of your quest for revenge. Yeah, that, that, this is. The have you, have you never seen Bad Boys? Hanash is Mike Lowry, and uh, <laughs> like you know, he doesn't he doesn't need to be a police officer. He does it, you know, does it out of philanthropy. Um, is there on this in this hallway outside of the two apartments? Is there yeah. like is it uh, just like? In the hallway itself, is there like a window um, looking outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's a shuttered window. I'm going to turn to Hodash and the family and just and uh, just say, "Well, uh, it doesn't look like we can go. We can exit through downstairs. It looks like we are blocked up by the flames and some fallen architecture." Oh no! <laughs> It's like you, or are you just are you just like chorusing with lavender? Yeah, I think all four of us do it. <laughs> um, little Minnie doesn't know whether to laugh or cry as Hanash puts on a little performance. As as lavender is, lavender is like, will we be okay? I think Stitch is just going to say, I think, I think perhaps the best course of action is to find a way to exit the building through either. Hanash's apartment or your apartment? With my like knowledge of the apartment, is there any like fire escapes or anything on any floors? No, 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 no. Um, the sweaty teaks, the apartments are—they're not marvelous. Like they're a bit rickety. Um, there's certainly not a lot of health and safety considerations. Most of the buildings made of wood as well. Which this building's going to go up fast. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying it's wattle and daub, but it's not state of the art. I do not understand that reference. What Lendorb? You don't remember like ye olde buildings made out of shit? No. No? Just me? Really? Oh, you were some sort of woke millennial. There are no fire codes. No fire There are no fire codes. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're, neither of you are paid fantastically. Mm-hmm. What's um, what's around the perimeter of my building? Is it just like, is there any water or is it just kind of, you know, tarmac? Or whatever. Um, you're in the kind of you're in a smutty district, which you know the good thing about a smutty district is it's always soon to be a great district because you know rich people love to buy a, a shitty district. So you've got that kind of area whereby half the stores out front are very low budget restaurants, but one or two of them are starting to become like little pop up hipster bars. As you look out of the window, you see the glittering neon signs of several, like, all-you-can-eat establishments that are open into the late hours of a weekend. Uh, as you see people 13, 12 floors below, like, pointing up at the flames. Okay. I think it's time to crack a window. Um, you fired. And Yes, let's crack. Um, Stitch is gonna, is gonna go over to the window in the hallway. And more than anything, just to just to see if there's like, uh, uh, like a ledge underneath it or something that they can use to like yeah. outside. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at what I got that I could crack the window with. 
Um, That'd be a crowbar if that's useful. Then if you've got one in yours as well, that would be. Oh, you got. I have one, but I am not strong like mm-hmm. you. Um, young, young, honey, strong. Yeah, I think um, Stitch is just going to point at the um, kind of like hobble over to the window and just be like, um, my my uh, muscular friend, would you mind uh, taking care of the window? Of 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 course. Um, I I open the window. I don't know if it's on a latch or if I need to use the crowbar. But <laughs> uh, there's there's a simple latch. It's totally up to you. Yeah, it does just have a little latch. It's a safety window though, because although there's no fire codes, there are safety catches to prevent a window on the thirteenth floor opening too wide and someone falling out. Um, so it'll open a crack. It'll open, you know, a good like you know bit. So you're starting to get a bit of oxygen as you feel the. The rush of clean air in your lungs for the first time as all of you gather around the window, sucking in lungfuls of clean air. As it intensifies the fire. <laughs> it's one thing I need. I think we smash it. Yeah. And like, do like the thing where you wipe it out with the crowbar to make sure that this little kid isn't going to get nicked by glass. I, I had shout down to the ground, like, watch out, window coming. <laughs> What do you run through the, the crowbar, and then and then I crowbar it. So I, I do I do I do the thing, and then okay, and then I go back to my apartment and under one of the floorboards, I got just like a big white bag of powder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then put it in back, put it in my backpack, and go with the big <laughs> Excellent, excellent, excellent. So much like John Wick. When John Wick gets like back into the game, you go back into your apartment, smash up the floorboards with the crowbar, pull in up the planks, just pull in out like a kilo bag of white powder, several handguns, and a Ziploc um, plastic bag with a sandwich in, and just you know everything you need to escape. Um, as you put the board back down, now you can already start feeling. The heat coming up through the floorboards as you do that, yeah. Securing what is it? A kilo of what now? Uh, just just white powder. Just white powder. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like coffee mate or something. Okay, yeah, yeah good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Um, so <laughs> as you go back, you you all stand by the window that's been smashed out. As you hear Minnie go, "Oh no, my teddy!" As you see Minnie like charge back into her teddy. apartment. She looks at you for a while. Make a persuasion check as you howl. Uh, or intimidation. Totally up to you. You can intimidate or persuade. Intimidate. Her intimidates plus two. Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen. And she stops dead as you shout at her. She knows when she's in trouble. She's never heard you raise your voice before. She looks round at you slowly with big wide eyes as someone's <laughs> at dinner plate. She's like, but Teddy. Fuck Teddy. Uh-huh. As you see, like, Tears start welling up in her eyes as she slowly walks back, like her bottom lip out. I pick up like this a random bit of wood off the floor, like here, here's a new toy. Like plank. <laughs> 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 you just, you just vandal oh, quickly, so fully formed, just a plank of wood with a face you're on. <laughs> Jesus Christ! As you Great, pull out a sharpie doodle a little stick man and a face on a plank and hand it to her she's like for me yes for you at least it's got a more imaginative name than teddy yeah 
We don't know what Teddy was saying about. Teddy could have been. He's saying about my story writing ability. Teddy's a father. Jesus Christ! Just walking up and like fucking monsters in. Boink. As um the the grandma like says, I would like to thank you for that moment of kindness. You're welcome. Now let's get the fuck out. Can we see if there's a like underneath the window that's been smashed over? Yep. Can we see if there's like a ledge underneath that? Uh, there isn't. It just drops straight off twelve floors down. As you look down, you just see like a street worker who's just covered in broken glass down below, just wiping uh, bits of shattered glass out of a fur jacket. Um, well, looking up, I'm listening. I warned him. Yeah, uh, shake it off. Uh. Can we, is there, what's the, like, what's the layout of the, like, exterior of this building then? If there's no ledge underneath the window, is there, like, a close by bit that's, like, a little bit, like, slightly higher up than ground level? No, it's a straight drop off. All the windows are in a straight line all the way down that outside. Um, I will say you do know from experience that all of the apartments have a balcony out of the living room that sits proud of the building. If that, oh, oh, you know is outraised uh, um so so all of you have uh like a little i don't think it's called a juliet balcony because i think that's where you just get the bar across the window but a, a good old balcony you know it's usually hanashes has got like two plastic chairs and um a bike that he keeps do you have any rope um i let me see i do so i've got 50 feet you got 50 feet so off we go to the balcony Tie rope together, tie it around the balcony. I don't... Classic Rapunzel, baby. It might not get us all the way, but we can, like, yeah, you know, McLean into the window. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. Let's let's run a, run into your living room and and use the balcony. Um, we'll tie tie the rope together. Um, and how do we? This is like one of those where like you got one bow and three chickens, and one chicken sticks <laughs> the other chicken. Like, how do we get all the people down? Because like. Can we tie the rope to something up here so that it holds rather than someone else? But I mean, like, the child's not going to be able to have this friend who will go down the 100 feet, and neither is the old lady, maybe. Mm, that's a good point. Um, old lady, so uh, yeah, she'll give life. So, going to die. As you all look at the old lady, she, she's, like, she's like, I know what you're thinking, and no. No, um, that's I not mean, how this goes. I mean, the child can probably get on your yeah on your back. The old woman, I'm not sure. What if, right? We wrap the rope around the old woman, and then I low slowly, slowly lower it down. <laughs> You're gonna hog tie a geriatric and dangle her like fishing bait <laughs> off the side. I don't know what place we get to the bottom. <laughs> It's like it's like it's gonna be like that scene in Die Hard. You're going down really slowly, and then, um, yeah. Do you have any spells that could help out? I was gonna. I might have one that could help us. Um, arms of, uh, yeah, but that does damage. That's not gonna. That's not gonna help. Maybe calm emotions. That could. That could help. Um. Or mage, ha- oh, actually, she'll be way, way. Everyone's pretty chilled at this point. Lavender's, lavender's in a. Um, do you know, like when you're so stressed out that you don't say anything, 
Minnie is super happy that she's got her little plank man and um Molly is just worried that you're going to sacrifice her as she she keeps on like saying I can still move I have things to contribute she's like as, stre- she's stretching in the corner <laughs> just to show us that she's still virile yeah. um virile who <laughs> said fertile at first no no She's put, she's put on some, like, really old, like, white sneakers that are just, like, squeaking constantly. She's got sketches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I might be able to use Mage Hand to, like... Because it can only carry £10, but it might be able to, like, help her with, the with like, holding on to the rope. Yeah. Um, or Calm Emotions. I can probably do one or the other. I think we if we tie the rope together and, and throw it over... Um, and tie tie one end to something. I think we I think we do that and see sure. see what we can get away with. As you look back, sorry, through you look back through the apartment. I presume you're in Hanash's apartment at this point, making this yeah. plan of action. As you look back, you can start see flames have come up into the corridor outside. Um <laughs> fire can't go through doors, stupid. It's not a ghost. <laughs> yeah, so if we if if we've tied them tied the rope to the two bits of rope together, we'll tie this end to like like wrap it around the balcony okay, yeah. and like tie it to the balcony bars themselves. Yes. Um and then I think we I think we get them to go first. Well someone needs to smash through the window. So do I go first and smash through the window and then everyone else comes down? Oh that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go first. I go first. I'll I'll put the child I'll get the child on me and I get to like thinking smash wise. The back of the food. <laughs> I think the child hangs around. Okay, loving the logistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will work best. Okay, so she's around my neck, on on my back, and I'm gonna gonna quickly go down, uh, and then I'm going to swing, push off. I'm gonna find like a window that's like near like the hundred feet end mark. Mm. I'm gonna push off. And I'm gonna smash through and jump through the window. This, okay, okay, like Die Hard style, like yeah. Bruce Willis jumping out on a on a thing. So you've got you've got Minnie tied to your back. Yeah, is she not tied? She's like holding on. She's holding on. Okay, so you've got a hundred feet. Um, okay, yep. Um, as first of all, I'm going to need you to make me. Um, he said quickly, thinking. I guess everyone can come down. Like there'll be enough slack if you guys like give me like yeah twenty seconds. We, yeah, we, I'd probably wait until you do yeah. the thing where you kick off from it, especially yeah. with what's in it. <laughs> I need you first of all to make me. Ooh, I think it's a straight up survival check. As you tie, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's I'm going to call it a dexterity check. Make me a dexterity check to make the knot at the top. What do you have dexterity like? Uh, plus two. Eighteen. Eighteen. So yeah, like almost like a man possessed. You take the two ends of rope, tie them together, and do like some sort of weird knot that comes out of part of yesteryear from your original police training. Um, it, like it looks a bit like a bow tie, but it's good to hold your weight. Uh, like it's got a little like as you you test it as you turn. Looking at the length of rope, you turn back to Minnie and wave her towards you. I say, we're going to put Plank in my pocket for now, and you hold on my back. All right, kiddo? Why? Call this thing Plank now. (laughs) (laughs) But why? 
We need to, we need to get out of, out of the building. Okay. <laughs> okay, piggyback. 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 Get on board, oink oink. As <laughs> oink oink. As she skips over as um Lavender's like, um, is this a good idea? Okay, take good care of her, please. Don't worry, we got a fifty fifty chance. Bye. Minnie jumps onto your back as you feel two legs wrap around you and two arms hold around your neck as after a minute as you get onto the balcony you pull the rope you're holding one end of the rope the other end of the 100 meters is tied off um you just hear a little voice behind your head say what's this as a little bag of white powder just hovers around the side of your head uh that's my special go-go powder um please put it back in my pock pock okay thank you she pulls she puts she puts it back in your hood um right you are now standing with a small child on your shoulders attached to your back i suppose uh on the edge of a balcony on the top floor of a 13 floor building that is on fire you have a hundred foot rope how are you what are you doing here oh first thing i just throw the rope off the side so like it's all dangling and then i climb over the balcony i grab the rope and then i kind of abseil down backwards kind of thing so i'm not like i'm not like mission impossible like running down yeah but like, yeah, I'm, like, I was gonna say. I'm kind of holding the rope and like jumping off and then kind of like, abseiling down have you got gloves on or something or are you just planning on burning all the skin off your hands no, I'm not. I'm not like just like shredding it all the way down. Like I go a bit at a time, a bit at a time. Okay, uh, we can wreck on some stuff. But I feel bad now. I've I've already done it. So fuck, fuck it. Let's. <laughs> no, 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 no. As as you go over the edge. No, I shouldn't have said that. I should have saved that for a lovely little um, <laughs> thing. Okay, make me, mm, make me an athletics check for you. Okay, twenty natural twenty. So 27. Natural 20. As as Stitch, um, Stitch, Lavender and Molly are on the balcony. Hanash, you stand over the edge. Hanash, you look back at Lavender as you nod your head and wink her as she she comes forward, gives you a hug, gives Minnie a hug and says, you hold on tight, all right? As Minnie's like, yay, I like this. This is fun. Can I have your sandwich? As she finds the zip locked. <laughs> She's like, stuff here, you'll make Mr. Plank cry. Um, as you step off backwards, for that moment, everyone holds their breath as the rope holds and you abseil down. Do you, as you, you pass the balcony at the floor below, you just see flames tearing up, licking across the ceiling. I like, ooh, look at that TV. And then I keep on going down. Um, do you want to go all the way? Uh, yeah, or like the, the, the furthest I can get to, we're like, I'm like, a, uh, yeah, I like a window. So. Okay, yeah. So you you make it down. Um, as you go down, I need you, um, as you reach um, around about the 10th floor, as you pass the balcony there, I need you to make me a survival check. Sure. Natural one. <laughs> Natural one. As you um, pass that balcony, 
um, something catches and explodes as the glass flies out, blowing you backwards on the rope as uh, Minnie slips and slides and screams off your shoulders. You grab her with one hand as you hold on to the rope with the other hand, your muscles straining to hold both the rope and the small child. As Minnie, in the other hand, is also holding with one hand Mr. Plank, as she's struggling with one hand to hold on to Hanash and the other hand the heavy plank with a face on. I I say, um, the plank will be okay if he drops. Drop the plank, get my hand, and we'll find him when we go down, okay? No, not Mr. Plank. We left Mr. Teddy. I'm not leaving Mr. Plank. You're not leaving him. Like, he's just, he's having a head start on us. It's a race. It's not a race. Don't try and win the race. If I can see that he's he's struggling towards the end of the rope, can I try and use Mage Hand to try and help him uh, carry the child if it's if he's just holding her by like... Uh, yeah, I would say it's going to be... I was going to make you make a perception check, but being that you're very much vested in this, yes, as you look down, you see the, you see the floor blow out several three floor, floors below you. As Hanash is sweating, you can see him swinging in the breeze, holding on to the child who's holding on to the plank. Um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll use, I'll use mage hand. I think, I, yeah, I think it should be it should be enough to like, at the very least, like help him carry. Her. How, mu- how much weight can mage hand hold? <laughs> Ten pounds. Ten pounds. <laughs> That's not going to do now. This is not going to do it. Could that hold Mr. Plank? Hang on. How many pounds are in a kilo? I'm very sorry, listeners. That will hold Mr. It's a very small bit of words. It will hold, hold Mr. Plank. It won't hold the child. So 10 pounds is 4.5 kilos. So, yeah, it wouldn't hold the child. It would definitely yeah. hold Mr. Plank. As you you know this, though. I'm going to say you know this because you're a spellcaster. So you know the limitations of your own spells. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to let you... I'm not going to say the child climbs on and it plummets out the sky. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. They're going to go nuts. It. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to shout out a bit like, "Never fear, my child. I will help, Mister Plank." And I'll just like throw my throw my hand out, and a little like spectral hand uh, appears underneath underneath Mister Plank uh, and holds him up. <laughs> the little girl screams at first as this giant spectral hand comes out the night sky she's like nah mr plank ha as as you two fingers and a finger and a thumb on the hand picks up the plank and just raises it um as you just see splinters go into the spiritual fingers <laughs> uh, as she's like ah oh, mr plank has both hands of the little girl grab onto you hanash but yeah now unfortunately you are you are snagged uh, on, you're snagged on that balcony. You're going to need to try and unsnag the rope. Um, so I could go into this balcony probably. I'll just, or is this one that blew out? Yeah, on fire. This one's blown out. As you you see, like flames flicking okay. from the inside of the balcony. So um, I'm gonna first thing I'll do is kind of secure the rope hand, so I kind of wrap it around my wrist a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then I'll take the girl. So I'm both my arms and like chuck it back onto my back so she can pick it yep. up again, and then I'll have both hands for the rope. And yep. like, how f- how far away from like the snagging am am I now? 
Um, you can see. Well, it's more that it's snagged, but the balcony's on fire. You see bits of like planking on the balcony, and the rope above you is snaking over the balcony. So you need to get up there and move the rope away from the flaming bit. Otherwise, your rope's going to burn through. Okay, I'm only saying that because you rolled a natural one. Um, I wouldn't have been that. You wouldn't have been that cruel to you. But... You that with patience. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Yeah, I think if I um. If if I can um, get her to hold on to the get her, can't believe we're considering this fucking plank of wood. <laughs> to hold on, Mister Plank. I just be like, Minnie, my dear, would you please hold on to Mister Plank? Thank you very much. Um, and I'm gonna uh, use mage <laughs> use mage hand to try and like unsnag the the, the yeah, yeah. on the on the yeah 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 yeah. yeah. So, Hanash, just as you look up and you can see the flames flicking from, there's a there's like several planks and a rafter that have fallen out onto the balcony as the window blew out and you see the flames flicking onto the rope as you see the, the rope starting to catch as their spiritual hand very gently hands back Mr. Plank and then picks up the rope and moves it round. You're now, you're now free, free again. Oh, so how much more rope do I have? Ish. Um, you can get down to, I'm going to make an arbitrary number up, uh, about the fourth floor. So you can get from the 13th to the fourth floor on the rope that you have. You'll have used quite a bit of the rope at the top to tie it off okay. it securely. So I'll, I'll say to Minnie, like, hold on tight, we're going down. And then I'll, I'll start up sailing again. I'm just wondering whether we send the other two down. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I think that'd be fine. Yeah. I think I, I say to um lavender and molly is it um i'll get i'll get them to um start climbing down the rope and i'll i'll wait until they're securely on and move it so you're going last yeah Yeah. so as hanash is going down you all look like lavender can't look and molly like lavender covers her eyes and molly's like oh that's that's my hanash look at him a hero (laughs) In underpants. If either of them is starting to look really worried, um, I can use calm emotions to um, basically just to calm them down a little bit, just so that they're a little bit more focused. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Hanash, you're making your way down. What did we say? I made a floor up. Was it four? Four, yeah. Four. So you make your way down. This is kind of why I have a pad of paper. Here we go. Fourth floor. Um, you make your way down onto the balcony of the fourth floor. First of all, as you reach the lip of the balcony, you pick the child up off your back, hoist her over the lip of the balcony, and then you yourself climb on. Looking forward, you can still see flames through this room, but the flames don't seem to be quite as bad as the ones you were seeing higher up. Um, Now, Tatty, you're not Tatty. That's not bad. I made it nearly an RM for calling you Tatty. Yeah. Stitch. There's Lavender and there's Molly with you. So the mum and the grandma. Are they going on the road? You're on the, you're all on the, you tell me. You're, sorry, you might have told me this already. Yeah. Who's going first? Uh, they're on the, they're on the rope now. Um, but who's going first? Because uh, they have different, I think they have different stats. I think Lavender will go first and then Molly and I'll wait until they're, on and secure. Uh, right. So Lavender needs to make me 
dexterity. Did we say dexterity or survival for the rope? I think we said dexterity to tie the rope, didn't we? Yeah, it was survival on the rope. It was survival because you got a natural one, didn't you? So Lavender, the mum, looks at you, Stitch, and says, I'm a little bit scared. I'm not going to lie. I've never done anything like this. I work on the till in a frozen food emporium. Uh, I'm going to cast calm emotions on her just so that she can focus a little bit better um, and just be like, don't worry, my dear. Your daughter is waiting for you. All you have to do... Does she get any kind of bonuses from that? Let me... Or is it just let me just like is it just narrative based? Just going to be in a calm state, or um, you can suppress any effect causing a target to be it says charmed or frightened. Um, yeah, she's frightened. Yeah, yeah, I think that okay. will work. So you're you're suppressing oh, actually, the effects of. If I cast that as well, it says each humanoid in a twenty foot radius sphere. So I can cast it on her and the grandmother as well. Okay, so both of them are calm. And sadly, Mr. Plank is outside of the radius of that. You, as you look at the face of Mr. Plank, the once smiling face has now got a slight like concern. It's gone all round me. Mr. Plank so. is known for his wild emotionality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so weirdly, like you've you've messed with her psyche as you see Lavender um, basically saying, "I'm I'm worried. I'm worried." As you get your wand up waggle it around a bit as you just see the emotions just melt off her face as she's like well this is an adventure isn't it all right here we go i wanted them to terminate us <laughs> i don't know where you cry <laughs> <laughs> wow right. as uh aj came from the Netherlands. wow <laughs> as Ooh. she swings a leg over the balcony Swings another leg over the balcony, holds onto the rope, rolls a survival check. Fuck off. Nope. No. That's, that's a two, but she has minus one, <laughs> uh, which is one, but not a natural one, a minus one. So that's all of her false, her false bravado. She's like, this is brilliant. As just with buttery, sweaty fingers, she just slips. And you just see her go... Can I try, can I try and catch her? Um, make me some sort of reaction save, which we're going to say is... Hang on. One sec. Um, make me... I guess it's a straight-up survival? Dexterity? Dexterity? Yeah, dexterity. Check. Pure dexterity. Yes, if I was Check or saving. And a saving, right. Purist here. I'm probably really, like, ruining the rules, but... Is a dex- is a saving throw purely for yourself? I think it is, isn't it? So it's really a skill check if you're trying to affect other people. So you could make me a pure dexterity skill check. Maybe, yeah. To see whether you... That works. It's a nine. Nine. Um, as the you leap forward and try and grab her, as all you manage to grab onto is one finger as her greasy finger just slips out of your palm as she plummets down uh you see her bounce off the first balcony below she takes jesus h christ she's bad. she takes she's 19 bad. points of damage she's, she's never coming back she's oh, fucking gone. As you see her leg break and then just hang by a broken leg out of um a balcony two balconies down she's you just hear her little voice just say, 
I'm okay. <laughs> As you, you just see a hideous broken leg, like just hanging on. <laughs> in what world, Lavender? In what world? <laughs> She's got calm emotions. You calmed her down. As she looks up at her broken leg with a piece of bone jutting out of it that's holding her. And she's like, look at that. I can see bone. I'm okay. I'm calm. Good lord. She was just trying to work out, like, if she fell, like, any core, like, would she just die anyway? <laughs> <laughs> and would I just have a broken arm and she'd be dead? And you just caught her by the broken, like, wet <laughs> from sort of back. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, um, yeah. As a calm Molly is like, so, am I next? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go to your daughter. Oh. <laughs> You're a bad man. <laughs> the listeners will never get to see that. Yeah. Would you? Would you like Molly to go next? Yeah, I think I'm going to go last. Uh, okay. So currently, Lavender's actually probably we'll say on the ninth floor. So just below where the burning thing is, Lavender's holding on on the ninth floor by a broken leg hanging out of two bars in a in a balcony. And um, Minnie is down with Hanash on the fourth floor. And um, now Molly swings her leg out over the edge, holds onto the rope and says, Well, I can only do better, can't I? Thank you. Any advice? Uh, just, just just, hold on to the rope. Just just move, move as, as, as quickly as you feel confident. Really. <laughs> okay. Not too fast. I understand. Um, Stitch, as you look back, you see the flames are now, like, in the apartment. You see the ancient ficus with the brown leaves is starting to wither and die. Um, Yeah, I'm going to wait until until Molly is, like, honored and secure and moving before I do anything. Okay. Molly swings one leg over, rolls a survival check. Bad. 17. As Molly... Obviously, with more survival instincts than her daughter, abseils down, and you just see her as she goes in like sensible little things. And she's like, "It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips." As she makes her way down, she stops in line with um, Lavender, and is like, "Are you okay, dear?" They both got calm emotions. I really wanted her to be doing that as she just like slid past Lavender, just like, "See you later." See you later, daughter. Oh, hello, darling. <laughs> Baby. She, she stops around about the ninth and is like, Lavender, would you, would you? She looks up at you, Stitch, and down at you, Hannah. She's like, should I? Should you what? Uh, well, help my daughter, who's sticking her leg out of a balcony with a broken leg hanging upside down, nine floors above a blazing inferno. Nah, she's having a great time. Come on down. Um, Stitch is going to... And seeing that Molly has gone pretty far down, uh, he's going to turn back around to the apartment. He's going to salute the ficus <laughs> and then <laughs> coming down. As there's an unholy stench, you're not sure what's worse, the acrid smoke or all of the dirty laundry, dead takeaway cartons and vomity ficus are all now burning, giving off some hideous smells. As you also swing your legs over the edge of the balcony, in the very in a very old man style. Uh, make me 
a survival chair. In an old man style. Okay, yeah. Takes you a while to get a leg over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you hear your your hip goes at one point and you have to massage it back into... Uh, that is a dirty 20. Dirty 20? It turns out just because you're old doesn't mean that you're not proficient as all of your years in the police academy kick back in on the gym rope. Um, as you head down, you find yourself just above where uh, Molly is in line with Lavender. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think how we can help Lavender. What kind of condition is she in? Is she just like laid out on this balcony? She's well, you 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 charmed her or whatever. You calmed her emotions, so yeah. she's she's fine. She's in pain, but she's she's okay about it. She's like, I think it's a clean break, as you can see her like tibula, like sticking out at an angle. Oh, that's not clean. Um, yeah, I think if. Is there a way between me and Molly if we can, like, help carry her down? Or would it be best if, if she just, like, if one of us just carried her? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, let me just see what spells i got. See if there's anything. It's all too psychic. Calm emotion, you could... Uh, what else you could call that? Gust. <laughs> could just calm emotions again and then just push her off. <laughs> Thunderclap. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe not in the infantry, but since you're a cop, maybe you've got some handcuffs. Yeah. Maybe you can like, wrap around and like, handcover hands around you. Yeah. Uh, then I'm going to end up being choked to death. <laughs> you are. Just, 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 from a, just from a narrative point of view, let's remember that Stitch is quite a small Yeah. Like, Hanash is the strength and, and Stitch is the humour and sass. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can see if I can get the lavender back out onto the rope to like climb herself down, rather than one of us carrying her. Okay. Um. Would before you do that, would you like to send Molly past? Uh. Yeah. Molly will keep on going. So Molly makes another survival check as she stopped and had to hold on, and obviously that takes strain on her. Natural one. I'm gonna. Natural. I'm going to take a photo of that, listeners. Natural. All that glitters, we say. All that glitters is unfortunately um, not great. I haven't messed around with this. I will post this in the channel for you now. Um, I Molly was going to die. We will post this now, just so that we've got a record of it. At least the kids got plank. Yeah. No one care about a fucking grandmother. There you go. Genuine, not fucking about us in the channel. Um, well, Neil Hoffman. You did. You didn't fuck us. You did fuck Molly. As Molly goes, it's all in the hips. As she goes like flying past, um, you just see her lose with her greasy hand. She loses control of the rope. Turns out hanging around, she was straining, trying to help Lavender. As you see Molly go down and down and then suddenly she just loses. What floor did she fall for? She was like ninth, I think. Ninth. Ninth, you're on the fourth. Can I try and catch you? Absolutely, you can, buddy. Thank you. Uh, make me... Athletics. Yeah, it's athletics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be strength-based, doesn't it? It's somewhere between strength and dexterity. Um, I think it is dexterity, really. I'd take acrobatics or athletics. I'm being honest, I think, because there's an, there's an element to this which is pure strength. The counter has an element which is dexterousness to 
So you choose. I'm going to go athletics. Oh, eleven. Yeah. Not a natural one. Yeah. As you just about leap out, as you see her falling, you leap out, grab onto part of her jumper. As you hold her momentarily, you can feel your one arm as your body is slammed against the bars of the balcony as she looks at you with horror on her face as her jumper just slowly rips as it just tears off as you see Molly fall nine floors as you shield the child from looking as you just see Molly splat onto the floor um, as you just see bits of Molly spread out for about 20 metres. It, no, she's not. She's not like a water balloon. Uh, you just see her splat on the deck. As um, Minnie looks up at you and Mr. Plank, she says, Is she okay? This kid's so fucking dark. No, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but look, you gotta, you're just going to remember her, bud. You can wrap Plank. Mr. Plank, little Mr. Plank, I've got bad news, Mr. Plank. <laughs> Grandma's dead. As you see a little tear. You take out a, a marshal and, and like lines crying now. Sharpie. Now the plank's crying. Um, right. As we're going to take a drinks break there on the death <laughs> of Molly. Don't worry. You've still got two more NPCs. Um, oh, so oh. Lavender is hanging with her leg broken out of a balcony. Stitch, you are in line with her. And Hanash. You are holding onto a child on the ninth floor, looking down at the greasy smear on the pavement below. Um, as you now see a crowd gathering around the splattered form of Molly. That was very unfortunate, but that was a genuine natural one. I didn't piss about with that. Right, drinks break. Get yourself a drink. See you back here in a couple of minutes. And we'll see if you can keep the other two alive. No, Chances are, the only, the only, it's just going to be you two and the plank. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it. Right now, for real, it's just those two in the flag of left. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if the other one goes, then I don't know. I, I don't know if the foster system's any better. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, this is going to turn into like three men and a little baby. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like one of two of you trying to raise it. One of them then is Plank. And the other one is the other one. <laughs> this is phenomenal. Right. See you back in a bit. All right. Well, this has got a lot more tense than I thought it was going to. Jesus Christ. Was there another viable route out? Or... <laughs> we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Let's let's just get to the end of this majestic shit show. And then we'll we'll do a retro afterwards. Okay, listeners, we will pick back up where we left off with our adventurer. As we left, Hanash and Stitch trying to make their way out of the blazing wreckage of the Sweaty Teak's apartment building with Hanash's neighbours, the grandma Molly, the mum Lavender and the daughter Minnie, as they opted to abseil 13 floors off the side of it with mixed results. Minnie making it safely to the fourth floor with Hanash. Molly, the grandma, who was a bit hot on Hanash, sadly, slightly too sweaty, slipping, plummeting, to her immediate death and Lavender who also fell and broke her leg on the way down and is currently hanging out of a balcony with her tibula 
sticking out at an angle with with Stitch up on the ninth floor trying to help her. The real success story in all of this is Mr. Plank. How is how is Lavender like positioned on that balcony? Is is it like her leg hanging on the side of it, or yeah. is it? Imagine her upside down, her feet are in the air, one ankle is caught between the bars. Imagine like the bars running, one ankle's caught and at an angle, one leg's pinwheeling around all over the place and the other leg is broken and hanging. So like one ankle is snagged. Okay. Um if I if I'm level with her now, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna use Mage Hand to try and like just very gently like unhook her foot from the bar. To see if I can, to see if I can get her free, um, like very, very gently moving it, um, just to see how much mobility she's got. So is she hanging upside down by her legs at the moment? One leg, yeah, one leg's oh. free. <laughs> one leg's oh, cord. I, I thought I thought you meant that she was laying on the balcony and that one of her feet was like stuck in the stuck in the. I, don't, I, don't. I, I just think I like, like if you did like should be off the edge. No, 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 I, no. I was I was letting you play it out. I was like, who's going to catch her body weight if you <laughs> nudge her ankle? Huh? There's a bit of clean pavement down below next to Molly for lavender. She's caught it. by her foot, and that's how she's hanging. Yep. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I may not have described that perfectly. Yep, that's you got it. Okay. I think I think the only way is for me to just like grab one of her hands and then and then basically do the same thing. I thought you were put out of misery. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you just get your wand and put it next to her temple. Look away, Clank. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about you um wow <laughs> jesus christ poor mini um okay 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 yeah i think that might be the only way to that might be the only way to do it um i'm gonna i'm gonna grab onto a i'm gonna move down so that i can grab onto a hand uh and then i'm gonna use mage hand to like unhook um her ankle from the from the bars, see if I can. Ooh, actually, I might try and. I don't think that'll make any difference. Yeah, I'll just do that. See if I can. See if I can hang on to it. Uh, I know I should use notepads to draw us what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> like like Arthur Morgan in, <laughs> in Red Dead, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It away and you know, but yeah. Um, actually, okay. Stitch. First of all, I need you based on the plan you've told me, to make me a sleight of hand check, I'm going to say, to gently nudge the ankle. Big money, no whammies. Uh, no, uh, that's a six. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as, are you using the mage hand to do this? Oh, until I unhook her ankle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit like trying to butter toast with a broadsword. Um, it's doable, but not the... Not the easiest. Yeah, so you're using Mage Hand to try and unhook a lady hanging by her ankle with a broken leg out of a balcony. As the two spiritual fingers pincer onto her ankle and you, like, almost like picking a lock, but on a larger scale, you twist her ankle. You just hear her scream as she almost, like, breaks her, like, loses her voice um from the howls and screams you see like she's in some degree of pain as you do that 
she like grabs onto you you see her patting and swatting at you she's like please no 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 ha as she's like ah as you just see sweat dripping in reverse back up her forehead as she's hanging upside down can um can i enter this apartment and see if there's like a mattress that i can like throw on the ground like to maybe cushion a fall. It's going to be really funny. Yeah. I just land right next to Molly Foddy. Molly's on one health point as somebody throws a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Not a nice mattress. It's a really rough one. It's a mattress and then neck on with her. Um, okay, Molly's dead listeners i have no easy way of breaking that to you yes hanash as you look up at what's going on and you hear the screams you also see bits of like burning wreckage falling from the top now um as a blazing ficus comes whizzing past um how violent is this fire (laughs) (laughs) as the as the blazing ficus smashes down on top of molly's body um you Hanash, you step into the flat. As you look in the flat, it's burnt out. You see charred embers and and blaze, like a low blaze in there as it's smoky. As you look around, it almost looks like a laboratory. You see like Bunsen burner and conical flasks and like, you know, like a distillation set and things like that. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, good. It's the RV from Breaking Bad. (laughs) Basically, uh, I, this will be the right time. But can I do an investigation check for some more white powder? Some more. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, what, what are you doing? You're 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 basically in a burnt out lab. Um, if, if there's nothing to cushion the fall, I'll um, I'll I'll, I'll ask uh, Minnie to come in so she'd have to see another one of her relatives die, <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly what I'll say to her. <laughs> come in, child. I don't want to see you. I don't want you to see your like, Mr. Plank, look away, Mr. Plank. <laughs> look away, Mr. Plank. Um, as you bring up, make me an investigation check. This is going to fall through the floor, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, what what was the, uh, investigation is a big old plus zero. Three. Three. Um, as you um, walk forward, you look around. You, it's quite hard to see in the darkness. Um, you knock some chemicals off the sideboard and you just like hear a conical flask shatter onto some burning embers as blue flames start licking up where the chemicals like ignite as you, this is long since not been a flat and has been like a meth lab. Um, as a police officer, you know, this is an illegal potions lab. Um, how, how big's the fire that I just, created? oh, yeah, like, Small fry, like you know, like if you can I stump it out, or is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get, I gently stump it out to try and not go through the forward. <laughs> I'm worried how bad this room is, but yeah, let's do. It. As you stamp away, um, it was on like a, like a wooden coffee table that had started lighting. As you put your massive like police issue boot through the coffee table, the wood, the like timbers of the coffee table splinter and crack as the blue flames go out. As as like. Minnie's like, look away, Mr. Plank. He was one of yours. As the coffee table just gets smashed into, like, kindly. Draw a face on it and then stomp on it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a low-key burnt-out meth lab that you find yourself in, Hanash. What are you doing, Tatty? 
Not oh, Patty. It, Jesus Christ. Always is. What are you doing to Stitch? Um. Okay. Um. I'm going to. I'm going to use charm. Per, wait. What was um. What was Lavender doing? Because I I was holding onto her hand as I tried to like get the get her ankle unhooked. Well, she was breaking your hand like she was gripping you so hard as you tried to maneuver her ankle using mage hand that you know you could feel bones starting to bend in your hand as she squeezed you so hard in in pain. Okay, I think. Hmm, I mean, I think I have. To, I I think that's the only thing I can do. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and do it the other way around. Like, use my hands to like get the foot out and use mage hand to carry her. Um, I think. Um, check my spells and stuff. What's catapult do? <laughs> I'm thinking I might have to use that on the rope at some point. Um, don't think. Yeah, just catapult. Just yeet this woman's fucking ankle. Uh, have you got? Have you got her yeet? <laughs> yes. Um, have you? Have you got the amputate spell? <laughs> Not quite. Not amputate quite. Amputate level three. I do have charm person, so I could get her to amputate herself. Potential. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like she used her own ankle. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It's like saw. Yeah. Um. Let me just check my features. Duh. Yeah, I don't really have anything. Anything else I can use? Uh, I mean, most of this stuff doesn't even doesn't really make sense to me in my inventory. Um, seeing as we crawled out of bed and and uh, basically half naked. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's got to be a degree of like. Yeah. I mean, you got the garrot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can power out of a misery. Put it out. Um, I love the idea that Hanash has got his police issue revolver just tucked into the side of his pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm just gonna do the same thing again. I'm gonna hold on, hold on to her hand and try yep. to use mage hand to like unhook the um her ankle from the top bit. Use a different case. Uh, sure. Um, so you need to make a sleight of hand check with the mage hand. Four. Again, just wedged. You just see her screaming and screaming and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, method acting right there. That's yeah. the Oscar. Yeah. Hi. Can uh, we have that again, but with a bit more angst, please? Yeah. Yeah. This is like the. This is like the. The. <laughs> this is like the notes that were given to Ashley Johnson for Ellie's death throes in the uh, in the Last of Us. It's just a bit more crying. Yeah. 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 How about for one of the burning alive ones? <laughs> yeah, not that's Ellie burning alive. Uh, yep, that's classic. Zip your flies, up, zip yourself up in your flies material. Mm. <sighs> um, okay. Yeah, so you see her starting to black out as you yank her ankle hard, giving up on finesse. You just see her black out and fall unconscious. Great. The pain as she goes flaccid. Great. That might help. Does she fall? Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to achieve. For yeah, because she's flaccid, she just bounces. So you only die if you're rigid. Yeah. I meant just like her leg become loose, like because it loses it. Un- un- she she she's passed out with all of she's passed out with all of the pain. I'm rigor mortis, but not quite there. Um, and what floor was that? Sorry, this is nine. Nine. Four, nine. You're fourth. They're ninth. 
Um, I'll go out. I say, stay here, Woody and Plank, and also you, child. <laughs> and like I, I go out the balcony. I say, um, Stitch, you come down. I'll climb up and try and do some because I guess you can't do anything physically first. I guess I could climb up and try and pick her from above, maybe. Yeah, uh, feels like there's nothing much else to do now. Yeah, all we all we today. We'll leave come down and, we'll, and maybe we'll, we'll make a decision. We'll make a decision. We'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll the cons. We have the we have the classic look between us, which which requires no words. Which is, you know exactly what I've just said, but also when you come down closer to me, we will make a, a an actual decision. <laughs> I'll um, I'll scoot down the scoot down the rope to the fourth floor where he is. Okay, make me a survival check in that case. Try and do better than Molly. No. <laughs> Is that a one? It's a big old natural one. fucking one. I can't show this. Big old natural one. Hanging on that tight, you can feel your little goblin muscles go as you first feel it as you scream down to Hanash. Oh, Hanash! As Stitch, you're flying through the air. You can feel the the breeze whistling between your toes. I'm going to try and catch him again. Oh. Okay, that's pretty good. So that's a 20, um, 24. 24. Uh, yep, as you position yourself, like, left and right, left, as you just hear Stitch falling out of the air, going, Hannah! As he slams into your hand, both of you, Hanash, you take Hanash, you take twelve points of damage as a goblin slams into your arms from ten stories up, and Stitch, you take a mere eight points as he very gently catches you, as uh, you just see a little Stitch with eyes wide open, just bright white, bright white eyes of Stitch just staring up at you in your arms as you've caught her like a baby. <laughs> you can really feel the the pain in your arms. That has jarred something in your shoulders as you've just caught a small goblin from five stories. Take my breath away. Bam, bam, do, do. Do, do. Wait, how do you think I feel? <laughs> Cute audience laugh. I'm just going to like uh, stand myself up on the balcony and just um, and be like, okay, perhaps, perhaps. As you said, if you go, if you go back up the rope and try and help the, try and help Lavender, I will attempt to attend to this child. I'm worried that I've hurt my arm and I can't fly <laughs> with you more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you may you may be climbing with disadvantage. Yeah, I'm not sure I want to risk it. Um, oh. I I go to as you both it. as you both look upwards, you just see lavender just wafting in the breeze, like just on a flaccid, broken leg. I, I, I she's happy about it. I go to Minnie and say, "I'm sorry, but your mother's dead." <laughs> <laughs> look away, Mister Plank. Look away. <laughs> Oh. oh my god. 
There has, there has to be. We have, we have to try and, we have to try and, we have to try and say. What can we do? I fucked up so much. <laughs> <laughs> so As both of you, both of you, just have a little planning session. As you look up at the unconscious lady swinging in a balcony, as you look down at the lady's mother who has pebble dashed the pavement like a map of Europe, um, as you see people stepping in, Molly are just wiping her off their shoes as the police try and put a cord in. Like, you see some bloke has walked through Molly and walked part of her up the street before the police could put tape around. I don't know what we could do. <laughs> yeah, we got oh, we got fully method now. <laughs> I don't think he's any climbing up. Yeah, climbing up's not going to help. I'm thinking if wait, how far is it from where she is on floor nine to where we are on floor four? By some simple mathematics, I'm going to say be 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 fifty, sixty feet, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I can't get made trying to go that far. Some, some engineer or some someone with common sense will tell me that's bollocks, but for the sake of quick math, I'm going to say five floors, ten feet a floor, 50 feet, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I can't get Mage hand to go that far anyway. I think potentially what we'll have to do is just get, get Mini and Plank out of here um, and then potentially have someone else come back for, come back for Lavender. <laughs> Can you... Um... Yeah. Uh, Can you charm, charm person on someone who's asleep? Oh, God, they're sleeping. She's sleeping. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Can you charm person on an unconscious person? I don't think so. I think no, If you want her to dream happy dreams while she dies. No, I wanted, yeah. I wanted to rip her leg off and then climb down. Chew through your own leg. It doesn't say they have to be conscious, but I, like... It's it's about trying to get them to do something, and I think if you I just imagine now, I don't want a meta game. I can just imagine one of you just throwing stuff up in the air, trying to wake her up. <laughs> just <laughs> throw in like nugs and cups. Well, Minnie, we've run out of stuff. We have to throw you at your mother. <laughs> well, Minnie. Um, yeah, I think we just get Minnie out of here and then and okay. then and then sort her out later. Yeah, as Minnie's like, Minnie's like, where's Mummy? Uh, she's, uh, is she, uh, uh, very sorry by my child, but she, um, she had to wait behind, uh, for a very important parcel delivery. Uh, you know, these, these courier services, they don't, they don't fuck about, uh, don't use the word fuck. Oh, I used the word fuck. Ha, uh, swear jar. Yeah. Mr. Plank, he's a potty mouth. Don't go um, around in this apartment for a swear jar. It won't be filled with money. <laughs> Oh boy, as as she's like, am I an orphan? No, no. I, I, yes, my my child. We will. We our our priority right now is to get you out of here. Don't worry, your mother is safe. We will once we are out. <laughs> we, will, we, will, we will. We will. We will. We will send someone else to, to the burning death. We will send someone. Milk else. me. Make me a persuasion check. <laughs> Now, uh, wait. I have to, I have to check why I have advantage on some rolls. Uh, While he's checking that, can I? Can we see her head from where we are? Yeah, yeah. Fifty feet above you, you see her head flapping around in the breeze. You, you, you. Can, right. I'm, I'm thinking. I don't get advantage on this because uh, it does. It's not a check that involves destroying property. 
Um, what if you what if you add that into your gravitas of your you <laughs> always knows when to smack the table in conversation with children. Uh, okay, I'll just roll straight. That's a nineteen. She looks at you as she wipes a tear away. There's so much smoke and soot on her face as the tears are cleaning a furrow out of the corner of her eyes as she looks over at Hanash and she says, My mum always fancied him, and I think you're a nice man too. Thank you. You're very welcome, my dear. No, uh, I don't mean to. I don't mean to be a bother. But shall we perhaps make our way out of this out of this disgusting apartment? Uh, I, I take sit to one side, and uh, like we're not going to be. Able to, no one's going to be able to get there. It's going to be burned down, and I don't want it to burn to death. So I'm thinking I go out there and shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> What, 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 as, as, as Stitch is just giving this child some beautiful platitudes about whatever, you just see in the background, Hanash on the balcony, just aiming up with a bow and arrow with his gun. Um, Stitch is gonna get Stitch is gonna from this aside from Hanash. Stitch is gonna take Hanash even further aside. She's going to take Hanash even further aside and then say nothing and just leave him there. And we'll... <laughs> I, 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 just by like the corner of this apartment, just walking over there and be like, walk away. <laughs> I say that's a cream. I love Valkyrie Stitch in the shower that I just do the, the symbol for turn around and I uh, say, come on. <laughs> Oh, are you really doing this? Oh no! <laughs> okay, plus four to make me. Fuck me! This is the lowest ebb of this fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, right. uh, eighteen to hit hits. Uh, three damage. <laughs> well, she took nineteen damage on the way down. Yes, as. You aim, pulling the police revolver out the front of your underpants. Um, Stitch, having taken the child away, you aim up. You see like bits floating down, bits of burning debris as you brush your eyes to get them out of the way. Take steady aim. Do you want to say any last words? Uh, what was her name? Uh, lavender. Lavender. Sweet dreams, Lavender. As... For the longest moment, you see the bullet fly up as you see the flames licking further out onto the balcony where she's trapped anyway as the bullet enters just in front of her ear as you see her body twitch for a moment as she falls even limper than she was just dangling on the balcony. Like tears in rain. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I put my my getaway and I, I come join them. I say, come on then, chaps. <laughs> this is the lowest ebb. This explains a lot about Hanash. Although, <laughs> now that we know... This explains a lot. <laughs> this can't possibly go anywhere near the public feed. This has to be, this has to be patron only. <laughs> oh my god, Uncle Mike, Catman Jones, Jesus Christ, you bloody oh. bastard. Um, right. Okay. Raz, I'm gonna- you... Can I can I try and can I try and open the open the? You can say heal wounds. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have to heal wounds. Fully a soul, sorry. Can I um 
Can I try and open the main door of, like, the front door of this apartment to see if the to see if the flames are like as bad on this on this floor? Yeah. Um. Now, seeing, looking around for the first time as Hanash holsters his gun. By holsters, I mean he just slots it back into his wife hands. Um. <laughs> just the smell of burning bacon. Um. As you step gingerly across this burnt-out wreck of a potion meth lab. You feel broken glass underfoot as you look over at Minnie, who doesn't have any shoes on. Um, You realise you're going to have to tread gently, as with every step you hear crunching glass from broken test tubes, conical flasks, etc. Those are the only two chemical things I know. Uh, Petri dish. As you step on a Petri dish... You walk across the flat. You hear the planks of the floor starting to creak and heave as they've taken heat damage. As you, from the ensuite toilet, hear a groan in front of you. The ensuite toilet is in front of the front door to the apartment, so it's on your way out. Okay. Um, can I can I open the front door just to see what the flames are like on this floor? See if there's any fire down here. Yeah, yeah. As you walk past, who's who's Minnie with? I imagine she's with me at the minute. If you're if you're just yeah. walking in from the balcony. Okay. So Hanash walking in, holstering his gun, having Mercy killed lavender words. I never thought I'd say when I wrote this. <laughs> um, as Stitch and Minnie open the front door, you have to roll up your sleeve because the door handle's hot. As you open it, you have to really yank on it as it opens as the wood has warped from the heat as you look out you see the fire has been through this floor and there's burning embers and whatnot but it looks quasi calm out there you couldn't say how stable it was okay um i'll leave the i'll leave the the door open um and i think i'll i think i'll I look at Minnie and just and, and be like, you know, Minnie, my dear, would you go over and stand stand by Hanash, please? Be careful of the glass on the floor; it may hurt I've your. I've got no shoes on. Uh, yikes! Fuck it. Come here, Minnie. I'll just <laughs> don't I'll... say fuck it. Mister Plank doesn't like it when we swear. Well. If Mr. Blank doesn't like it, then we mustn't do it. And I'll just be like, fuck it, come here. And just like... Stop saying those words! Hoist, hoist her up onto my front like I'm just hold, holding her as she like has her arms around my neck. You're warm. I hope mummy's okay. Me, t- me too, Mitty. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go over Grandma's and... been quiet for a while, too. <laughs> Yes, I think she's had a number of visitors today. <laughs> she made it to the ground floor. Um, as yeah, as you walk past, you see Minnie's eyes go wide as you walk back into the apartment. As you see her start calling out a scream as she points over your shoulder into the ensuite bathroom. Um, can I see who's in there from here? Is that close to the? As front you spin door? around, you see the shambling form of. A half-burnt tabaxi whose fur is just burned away on one side of his face, as he's holding onto a like two by four with a nail through it, as he's like in some degree of pain as he lunges towards you. He's got plank too. You about to get planked, son? 
Uh, at this point, I need you to roll me initiative. Both of us? Not many. Um, Arne got a 10. 17 for me. Okay. So, Hanash, you're up first. All right. Um, so, there's a tabaxi come out of the room now, and he's in the room. Yeah, you see him come like... He's limping. He's very badly burnt, as you see, like, red exposed burnt skin underneath where the fur is burnt away as he's holding on to a wicked sharp-looking two-by-four with a nail sticking out of it. And how far away from... How far away is he from the window? Fifteen feet. All right. He's between you and the front of the apartment, whereas Stitch is in line with him. All right. Do-do-do-do. Oh, I forgot which young Panash and not. Oh, I'm old Panash. Uh, okay. I go over. Can I do... I want to do like an unarmed strike, but like not like a damaged one. Can I just do like a bonus action, like slap, slap his his um, burnt face? Yeah, well, 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 okay. Do the same principle, but you're not trying to damage him. You're trying to what? Incapacitate him? Or... Uh, I guess dominate. Try to dominate. Do you want to grapple him? Dominate. No, no. I'm just trying to like. I'm trying to tell him I'm the boss and he's a little bitch. So I, I just want to like, more like uh, intimidation. intimidation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, make me a straight-up intimidation check, then. Sure. Nine. Nine? He turns. One eye is burnt out as the other eye looks at you in confusion as you bull rush him and roar. Stopping short of him, you roar in his face as whatever level of pain he's in, he's barely able to register the threat. Okay. Um, His go as he was going to go for Stitch, whereas he's now going to go for you, Hanash, as you become the primary threat, having got up in his grill and roared in his face. He's going to swing his plank. He's got bad Mr. Plank. Um, Bizarro Plank. Miss Plank. (laughs) Miss Plank. He gets 12. Uh, Nope. 16. As he swings with the plank, you push up an arm and just slam it. You feel again on the arm which is hurt catching... Stitch, as you feel the the two by four slam off the front of your arm, as you see the sharp point of the nail stop just in front of your face, as he growls at you. Um, Stitch, you're up. I have much less patience with this person than Hanar. I'm not going for an intimidation check. Uh, I'm going all out to destroy this person's mind. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to cast. Mind sliver. Um, so he needs to make an intelligence saving throw. DC 13. DC 13. Intelligence. Intelligence. Coming up. Oh, 23. Got a natural 20. Oh, what the fuck. Okay. Sorry, buddy. That's all right. Um, that just makes what I'm about to do slightly less effective. I'm going to. Um, Have you got two actions? N- no, I'm going to use quicken spell. Uh, with my sorcery points. Sure. So I'm going to use Quicken Spell to cast Catapult because um, Mind Sliver is a cantrip so I, I can do I can do Catapult as well technically. Um, so he needs to make a Dexterity saving throw of 13. I'm just going to try and sure. throw one of the beakers at him if I can see one. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, a conical flask of chemicals and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Dexterity, you say? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What do if I could roll the fucking thing? Come on. That is an 11. Woo! 
Um, he takes 3d8 bludgeoning damage. 3d8? It's mental, yeah. Seven, a one, and five. He takes 13 damage. 13 damage? Jesus, as you hurl the conical flask at him using your magical powers, it shatters off his forehead as he howls going backwards, clawing at his face to try and get bits of broken glass out. As he staggers backwards, the chemicals which you've just doused him in, he leans back... Ooh, hello, burp. He (laughs) falls back with the chemicals. (laughs) Best moment ever. Slightly more disgusting than you euthanizing the child. Slightly more disgusting. Uh, Right, where was I? Fucking burp. Um, as you hurl the conical flask into his face, it shatters as he claws bits of broken glass. You feel the he feels the chemicals drip down him as he f- stumbles backwards, leaning against a small blazing ember on one of the um, uprights on the wall. As the chemicals catch, as you see him ignite like a human torch, as he screams, trying to pat bits of his clothing out as the flames lick up him, as. He just bounces around inside the ensuite toilet, just slamming off things before like pulling the medicine cabinet off the wall, wrapping himself up in the shower curtain before that also ignites as his body twitches in the bath. All you can see of the flames licking out of the bath is his feet hanging over the edge twitch and then come to a stop. As Minnie, who's been watching all of this very carefully, says, Is he okay? No. I don't want to draw the to draw the parallels between between mess and lavender. <laughs> okay, look okay. away, Mister Plank. Okay, Betty. Uh, make sure you have Mister Plank with you. It's time for us to leave now. <laughs> um, yes. All right, Hanush, as you go and check the body of the burnt tabaxi, he's well and truly dead. He's not only burnt the first time; he's now wrapped in a curtain and the plastic on the shower curtain has also ignited melting to him he's just a sticky blazing ember of gunk in the bottom of the bar well and truly dead uh, I do like a little kind of cross thing then I kick it and then, and, then I, and then I leave that makes sense yeah I don't know if she's a confused young man yeah uh, fair enough that confusion never goes away yeah <laughs> uh, we yeah we we exit through the the main door of the apartment and uh, try and make our way out using the 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 stairs, depending on how the how the fire looks down here. Yeah, yeah. So as you make your way out onto the floor, you 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 see that access to the stairwell is still open. Um, you see the door to the apartment over the way is open um, as well. That's a burnt out shell as well. As you make your way onto the stairwell, you look up. You can just see flaming debris falling down the central like atrium of the stairwell. As you make your way down from the fourth floor, making it onto the third, you just see more and more burnt-out carnage. As you hear above you the creaking of the building, as you hear calls from down below from emergency services, um, the lower down you get as you're greeted by two firefighters um, coming up. As one of them, there's a um, there's two dwarven firefighters with like bright blue ribbons to denote an emergency tied into their like braids of their beards um, as they're magically kind of like flashing to so the people in a crisis can see them as the dwarfs are like is anyone in there are there any other survivors 
Yes, my friends, please come quickly. There is a young woman who, who, is, who is caught on one of the balconies upstairs. She, she, she was in very serious pain when, when we had to leave her, but we had to get her daughter out of there. Please. please. What floor would that be on? That was on the ninth floor. The ninth floor. Okay. Hammy. As Hammy takes out a giant fire axe with a glinting, glinting sharp edge on it as he's like, let's go, we have work to do. As you see them, like, pushing up the stairs. Don't worry, little lady, we'll rescue you. As they just head on up. Oh, no, and it's like, tries to conceal his gun. Just tucking funny into your back. And you're like, as you make your way down into the foyer, you just see absolute wreckage. Um, it's being cleared through by emergency services as you see a team of other dwarfs, some with slightly singed beards and soot-smeared faces as they've carved a path through the carnage. As you're greeted and welcomed, brought out into the front through the double doors, um, as people come and, and throw blankets around you and offer their, their support, basically, as people put, like, glasses of water into your hand. Um, Hanash, as you look over to the right, about 20 feet down the pavement, you can see the wreckage of Molly. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, I feel nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I feel nothing, Stitch, what are you doing with as Minnie's like, is this it? Are we, are we safe now? Yeah, uh, Stitch is just trying to distract her a little bit, probably by like asking her questions about Plank. Uh, Minnie, my, my young friend, what's, what's Plank's favourite uh, favorite food? Well, he's a fucking Plank, isn't he? He doesn't eat. Wow. Swear jar. Wow. Swear jar, Minnie. Listen, I might be a child, but I do realise what's gone on. As she looks over at the pavement jam that used to be her grandma, as she looks up as two dwarfs try and hoik a body 14 floors up. <laughs> She's like, what's going to happen to me now? While Stitch is talking to the child, I just like back up into the crowd and flee. As Hanash <laughs> runs off, you just see a clean pair of heels. You see Minnie look at you, Stitch, and she goes, Are you my parents now? And that's where we're going to end <laughs> this. You, that is one show. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my cocaine in my gun. I'm all yours. I'm on my way, David. <laughs> there you go. That was a lot of fun. Right, that was not how I envisaged that playing out on any level, but there you go. I thought somebody might not make it. I didn't think you were going to orphan the child. <laughs> I didn't think they'd be able to get to her. <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> you just mercy killed someone for no reason. <laughs> Are you like the angel of death? Maybe you shouldn't work for the St. John Ambulance. Right. Jesus. There you go. Right, oh. listeners. That's amazing. Oh, dear Lord. Right, hopefully that's enough for one day. 
my God, that was quite something. I was not prepared for where that went. Not bad, considering we had to cobble this together in a handful of hours on a few cancellations. But that's another one in the bag. That's part four. I don't feel like Stitch Willow Tip and, and Hanash's future will ever quite be the same now. This this storyline has taken a weird tangent. Yeah, because now our lives are just three men and a baby, and also we're cops. Hanash is not even the point anymore. Stitch will fully use all of his mind powers to make sure that Hanash <laughs> is in this situation. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> I did genuinely think at the end you were just going to use Charm Person and like wipe her memory or something. Like, yeah, I don't think Charm Person would do that. To be fair, no, I don't think so either. Right, that's it. The end. That's all you're going to get out of us today. Massive thank you for joining us for another dollop of fun-packed fantasy fucknuggetry. Seeing as you made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never miss another episode again? But yet, if you're feeling fruity, why not give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are on? All your reviews and recommendations go a long way towards encouraging Mr. Chris Rag to be the best angel of death he can be. If you fancy chatting to us about anything you've heard across the course of this episode, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at AnO number one. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and all other good social media platforms. So that just leaves time for us to say a massive goodbye. It is a goodbye from the People's Goblin, Mr. Chris Neal. Goodbye, my fellow adventureholics. It's a massive goodbye from the Angel of Death, Mr. Chris Rag. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a big goodbye from me, AJ, your DM. Right, we're all off to think about our actions and uh, probably have a stiff drink. With any luck, we'll see you back here next week. Happy adventuring, my friends. Goodbye.